Hello, and welcome back to the Secrets of Happily Ever After podcast. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and I'm absolutely obsessed with what makes a marriage strong and lasting. So if you're looking for secrets to how to live happily ever after with joy and harmony and love, then you are absolutely in the right place, my friend. I promise that eventually I will remake the fancy intro, but for now, we're just going to jump right in. But before we start with the content of this episode, I want to make you aware of a very special event that's happening on this Saturday, September 17th. So if you are local to the Boise area and you do not have plans for date night and you are not signed up for the Ditch the Resentment date night, which is an event hosted by myself and my friend Justin Westover, then you need to head over to to Eventbrite, that's Eventbrite spelled without the G-H dot com and look up Ditch the Resentment Date Night, or you can find a link in the show notes. But if you're local, I hope that you will join us. We are going to have so much fun talking about what motivates you and your spouse, why you do the things you do, how to gain more influence, how to get everything you want out of your marriage, and how to communicate better with your partner. We're going to have a lot of fun, but we're also going to learn a lot. So make sure you grab your tickets and join us for our Ditch the Resentment date night happening this weekend. I really hope to see your shining face. And now for today's content, which is very important, we're going to talk about strengthening the spiritual intimacy in your marriage. This is a topic that is close to my heart, and it's also something that has changed and evolved and grown with us through time in my marriage specifically. Now, spiritual intimacy is so much more than just organized religion. Spiritual intimacy encompasses all of the ways in which you commune with a higher power and how you use that to draw closer to each other and strengthen your marriage. It's also your knowledge and understanding that you're part of something bigger than just the two of you. It has to do with your faith and your trust and the traditions that you pass down to your children and to their children. So it is super duper duper important to be constantly talking about and practicing some form of spirituality. I know that not everyone would describe themselves as religious, but most people that I talk to practice some sort of spirituality, whether that's meditation or prayer. It's how you connect with a higher source, with your deeper, truer self. So my recommendation is that consistently through your marriage, the two of you are praying together. I remember on the day I got married, after we took all the pictures and did the dinner for all the people that came to the wedding, my husband and I drove 
halfway from Utah, where we got married, to Idaho, where our reception would be the next night, to a hotel to spend our wedding night. And I knew, because my husband had saved himself for marriage, that the events of that evening were going to be pretty exciting. I knew that he was going to be pretty eager, and I was pretty sure I knew what was going to happen that night. But what surprised me and was super special was that Right when we got to our hotel room, we kind of checked it out. You know how you're giddy and you looked at all you look at all the cool things that are in the hotel room. Before anything else happened, my husband asked if we could kneel in prayer. And he thanked our Heavenly Father for the opportunity that we had to be married and to live life together and for all of the people that came and supported us at our wedding. And it was a beautiful, beautiful prayer. And I remember thinking, this is always going to be something important and significant in our relationship. And if I'm being honest, we're not always perfect at this. But time and time again, we'll remember how important it is to pray not only with each other, but also for each other. Life is hard. And in our 20 years of marriage, we've experienced some challenges between the two of us individually with our children, things that we've needed extra help and guidance to know the right things to do. And being able to pray and know that our prayers are answered has been absolutely crucial. Now, sometimes my husband is better at making sure that we're praying together as a couple and together as a family. And sometimes I've been a little bit stronger about this, but I'll tell you what, when my husband kneels on the bed and I am just falling asleep and he starts to say his prayer, I can't help, even though I am exhausted, feeling like I better get on my knees as well. Because even when we're not going through things that are really hard that we need help with, it's always so wonderful to be able to speak to God or Heavenly Father and let him know the things that we're grateful for and to tell him the things that are significant in our lives. And when I hear my husband pray for me, like knowing what I'm going through or ask for a blessing with something that I have upcoming and I know that he's been listening to me, that he cares for me. It really, really does something for our spiritual intimacy, for our emotional bond, and it just makes me feel so close to and grateful for him and the opportunity I have to go through life with him. So praying together as a couple is so very, very crucial. Another thing that is really important in terms of spiritual intimacy is your religious practices or lack thereof. Either way, it's important that you establish traditions of things that you do in your family. Now, for our family, we go to church every Sunday. It's something that we've done long before we were married and our entire marriage. It's something that our kids just know happens on Sunday. But there are definitely Sunday mornings where one of us or both of us wake up and think, man, it would be really nice to just sleep in or get something done or hang out in bed together a little bit longer and not go to church. 
And while there have been very few occasions where we've actually done this, there have been times when one of us or both of us have felt uncertain about different things that we've believed. Now, those times have always been very special and sacred to me where we've been able to discuss the different things that we've been taught throughout our lives and the questions that we have and talk through differences. But I know I have worked with so many couples who have found that when one of them starts to question the religion or the values that they shared when they got married, it causes a lot of turmoil and a lot of strife in the relationship. Usually one of the partners will come to me just completely distraught because their spouse has started to question, has started to pull away, has started to make decisions that are contrary to what they both decided on when they got married. And so there's a lot of concern, not only for the spouse's well-being, but also what will the children think and how are we going to get through this? And is this even something that we can overcome? And whenever I have couples come to me with this type of religious questioning, I don't look at it as a tragedy, but more as an opportunity. So I always counsel these couples that now that one of them is questioning, it's an opportunity for both of them to learn so much more about each other. So instead of dwelling on what they're not doing or how they've broken the contract somehow, or they've changed the agreement or whatever the the really tough feelings that happen when one party is questioning, that they really use it as an opportunity to ask questions. What is it that you're struggling with? How are you seeing things now? What are your questions or the things that you're stumbling over? How can we work together to make our family still a safe and comfortable place for our children to grow up? And I've learned that in these seasons in my own marriage, It's been a time that's really, really strengthened our connection and our bond because instead of just going through the motions without ever questioning or or really thinking about what it is that we're doing, that we've had the opportunity to pray together for answers, to be able to talk out different things that are challenging or not making sense to us. And it really has strengthened us. And I've seen it happen with other couples too. Couples that are just completely beside themselves and they just don't know how they're going to continue to be married when, you know, somebody is just making these horrible choices or going against the original agreement that when they take a step back and have a little bit of perspective, instead of attacking each other, that they really get curious and vulnerable with each other and work through their questions and their different ideas and thoughts that not only does it strengthen the relationship, but it also strengthens their resolve to do right by their children and to raise their kids in a way that really passes down their values and the things that they hold most dear. And so, like I said, 
I don't see this at all as a tragedy, but more as an opportunity to strengthen the marriage, to strengthen the relationship, not only with each other, but with God. And on that note, another thing that I feel like is really important in terms of spiritual intimacy and connection is when it comes to conflict resolutions, so many times I see couples who are completely at odds with each other. They're having a disagreement or something's not going right or they're seeing things differently. And so each of them are on either side of this conflict and they're going head to head with each other. So they see each other as the enemy, as the one who's wrong, as the one who needs to change. And it gets very, very, very contentious until a lot of times I can help the couple see things from a different perspective. So if I can get them to see the conflict as the enemy and I can get them to readjust so that they're both on the same side, the same team going against the conflict, There again, there is so much space for finding great solutions and ways to deal with this conflict when they're on the same team. And what I have found is when you bring God or a higher source or a greater knowing onto that side with you, there is nothing that the two of you plus the spirit that you're bringing onto your side can't handle or tackle together. So when I've seen couples just make the biggest changes and the most radical transformation is when they start to realize that it's not you against me or it's not partner against partner, but it's a partnership and a team that's made stronger by God or that higher power. And then, like I said, there is nothing that can't be figured out or understood or overcome when you're working together. So those are some things that are so important to remember about spiritual intimacy. And the closest that a couple can get besides being in prayer together is when they're participating in a sexual act. Sexual intimacy is so very spiritual. It is working in partnership with God to create life and to create connection and unity between husband and wife. And so if there's anything I want you to remember from this episode, it's that A, sexual intimacy is a communion with God, and we'll talk so much more about sexual intimacy in a coming episode, and that one of the most important things that you can do to keep your marriage, your relationship strong, is to pray for and with each other. There is nothing more powerful than knowing that your spouse cares enough about you and your relationship to be able to turn to God or a higher power to seek guidance and strength, love, and connection on behalf of you and your family. So that's all I have for you this week. I'm excited next week to tackle financial intimacy. So I hope you will join me then. Same time, same place. And until then, have courage, be kind, and stay on the brighter side.